Monday, May 27th. If you're listening to this, then you've heard the news already. Bolstered by a surprisingly good showing in the elections, Alde has seized power across Europe. Macron is our new god emperor. Here in Berlin, we are under the fiefdom of Giefer Hofstadt, not Christian Lidno, surprisingly. Kiran has been executed. Yulia has gone underground to engage in guerrilla warfare. Nick and I have been spared because Kafki von Verhofstadt heard an AU episode where we talked about how hot he was and how we wanted to fuck him and he thought it was serious. So, yeah, so now this podcast is pro our new dictatorship. Uh, the new Mega Rica is going to be how hot each billionaire is and how cool they are. And yeah, so we're just going to have our theme song and then we're going to be joined by our guest. August von Fink, who is, um, let me check our notes here. He's a thought. He's a sexy fucking pog. And yeah, that's our show now. Hope you enjoy it. Maybe if you fucking voted, uh, you could have changed it, but that's over now. It's too late. Macron is our new king. But actually, we shouldn't despair. There is still hope. There's a leader of the resistance who will lead us out of the darkness who is taking on the major forces on all sides, who conspired to bring us into this new darkness. And he's connecting to the youth through radical new mediums. And his name is Rizzo. <laughs> <laughs> oh god uh, uh, so, um, uh, I, did, I didn't actually watch this video it was 55 minutes oh, I'm fuck not gonna that. Watch I saw that. like I saw like three seconds of it it was like I don't want to hear ninja tell me why I should vote <laughs> why do they all dye their hair that color I don't know why, uh, like, why is he also like a misogynist <laughs> like, yeah I know well surprise on YouTube wait actually no misogyny uh, is also now like kind of culturally acceptable in our in our um, Alda fiefdom that we live in so, yeah, so he's know, good on you What's his name? Rezo? Rezo or something Rezo. like that. I didn't watch the video. I don't know. But <laughs> what was funny to me is just how every single city U politician had, it was like a personal, like all hands on deck to make like a, a YouTube video to respond to him and try to get the youth back on their side. Fucking and then cool. there was a there was a follow up video with ninety YouTube ninety German vloggers, which honestly sounds like the worst fucking party I've ever heard of. <laughs> like you think you think like Twitch streamers in general are bad. You think PewDiePie is bad? Like German vloggers, I cannot stand. Like something about them is like maybe more intense, more intensely painful for me to listen to than normal YouTubers. They're the yeah like German YouTube energy is horrible. Because it's always kind of like, Hallo Leute, ich bin's. <laughs> and it's just like every, like, even in that, like, that, the little bit that I saw of just the, you know, fucking uh, Rezo, you know, commits genocide against the CDU video was just, it was that exact same, uh, uh, like method of YouTubing just the entire time of just like 
I don't know how to describe it. Like, we'll put the video somewhere. I don't want to actually even share it because now it's like 9 million views or something. You got a tenth of the population he's, he's, of He's this. revolutionizing, yeah. He's, yeah, he's you got the world. a tenth of the fucking population of this country to watch this video. Like, <laughs> to watch 55 minutes yeah. of him talking. Jesus Christ. And, like, the thing that I saw, I think, like, I think I saw people from, like, DM posting it. I was like, okay, yeah, like, he... Okay, well, that's one of the best parts because... Okay, again, I didn't watch the video, so I read this. But on he shouts Wikipedia. out like he. Okay, so he says, "Don't vote for the CDU or the CSU or the SPD," and I think he says, "Don't, don't vote for the FDP." So it's like implicitly that leaves Dilinka and the Greens, or maybe he's an MLPD supporter. I don't know. But apparently, like listed on the video is he encourages voting for like one of the small, like, not mainstream parties, and so they list DM twenty five. They list Volt, <laughs> and they list Ecolinks, who I they seem like they're kind of eco-fascist. I can't tell, but like I like how it's just that you know they're not part of the normal party, so they must be good. They're all the same. Yeah, there's, defi- there's no difference between all these people. Yeah, that's definitely like like a real dumb guy take on voting, and that's a lot of like people in the U.S. too, and. It's always this thing of like, yeah, like, you know, the big parties, the fucking stupid, and I'm going to vote for the Libertarian Party just because of the smaller guys, even though they're more insane <laughs> than the Democrats or Republicans are, you know, maybe without the racism, the open racism, but they're just like, you know, at their uh, their party congresses or whatever they're called in the U.S., I forgot, um, they had a guy uh, just like striptease. And that was his speech. And then another person was like talking seriously about how like children should be able to buy heroin. So cool. Like those are your like, <laughs> but and in Europe it's just like way more insane because then you also have like, what is it? Like uh, currently like uh, uh, to get to vague and stuff like that. who are just like open Nazis yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So it's like maybe vote, you know, maybe we need a third way. <laughs> you ever think about that? Yeah, there's definitely a healthy functioning democracy that we have here in Germany. Yeah, cool. definitely not a working facade for anything underneath. No, 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 absolutely not, never. But hey, you know, all is good because, um, yeah, like you said, our uh, God Emperor King of uh, Emmanuel Macron is, is treating you and I at least very nice. Yeah. Um, Julia sometimes sends us, you know, messages from from, from the front. But we don't actually know her, so... Um. My dearest Beatty boys, <laughs> our munitions are running low. <laughs> I have 360 no-scoped several Aussie <laughs> army members. <laughs> it was fucking lit. Oh, God. I'm just imagining now just, like, Yulia just in, like, full, like, camouflage. <laughs> just an AK-47 just chain-smoking cigarettes. Like... That could actually work. Like, like that's not very <laughs> far off from reality. I think. Uh. <laughs> but anyway, she's like, yeah, yeah. Yulia's just like you know on the 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 fucking battlefields of like I don't know Antwerp or something. <laughs> uh, if you're not, if if you're a listener who's not from Germany and don't know what we're talking about, don't look into it. It's just don't. It's gonna make your life worse. I don't know what we're talking about either. Actually, now is it still Hazel? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Don't watch the video. I mean, I, I watched, like I said, I watched maybe a minute of it. It was only just because it got like shared on 
on Twitter. Is there actually even translation in English or something? No, or not? no of no. course not. Then but then some lucky. like really overzealous German is going to be like, the world needs to see this. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. I, I thought <laughs> maybe you like already translated. The world does not languages need to see It's already been translated into Klingon, uh, into Esperanto. <laughs> uh, yeah, all the important languages. But not English. No. Hey, welcome to the Corner Spatey. Um, as you have clearly heard, um, Kieran is dead. And Yulia is on the front lines. Um, uh, Yulia's on the front lines fighting for a better Europe. But you at least have Rob and myself. Hi. Because apparently our you know God Emperor Macron likes us. We just uh, think he's hot. Yeah. I think that, you know, we sent him uh we called him a thought in a pog enough times that he, he was okay with us. So yeah, just us two. And uh, Rob, if you'd like to introduce our guest, that would also be... Uh, yeah, sure. Well, first I should say we're going to talk about climate change today. And that's a pretty big topic, so obviously we can't talk about everything. So what we're going to try to focus on, it might get a little rambly, we're going to try to focus on basically all the climate, we call them climate justice movements, because they're really popping off uh, across Europe now. Whether it's Fridays for Future, or Extinction Rebellion, it's certainly in the news. Uh, and we're going to take the opportunity to talk about uh, one in Germany that's not quite as high profile and also more event-oriented than those other two, uh, called Ende Gelände. To just, we're going to use it as, um, we're going to introduce it to you because it's coming up soon. Maybe some of our listeners want to go. I'll be there um, at the end of June. And we're just going to use that to tackle the topic at large. And to help us, we have a friend of ours here, uh, Liv. Hello. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. Um, so yeah, we will probably get into, like I said, we're, we can't tackle everything about... The we're here, we're going to solve <laughs> climate change on yeah. this episode. In one hour. One hour, maybe hour and a half. But we, we will have to talk about the role that coal has played historically in Germany. Uh, because it's Coal's canceled, <laughs> you heard it here, folks. We're going to cancel coal. Yep. Uh, and we, we have to talk about the police response. Police are also canceled. <laughs> Welcome to communism, baby. <laughs> to the protest. But we're going to start with the people and the movements themselves and see yeah, where that takes I, us. I think we should like like preface this too. I know nothing about this again. <laughs> like this is another episode of Nick sitting being like, damn, like that's crazy. I am, I am your Joe Rogan for the night. Um, I'm going to believe anything that Liv and Rob tell me. Um, yeah. However... With saying that, um, one of my personal favorite and least favorite movements to look at is like European environmentalism because it's so fucking funny. And uh, I guess also too after like Enda Galenda will like slightly discuss kind of the other uh, uh, movements like um, some of the I guess you know maybe the good side of things with you know the youth movement thing with with fridays for fridays for future is that what it is yeah it's cool. and how future. like the path that that's taking on um but also then two just ones that are just what i think are just bad performance art which is the things like extinction rebellion <laughs> and how and I, it could just be like me being you know growing up in the u.s and seeing most of the uh, environmental discussion come from like a consumer perspective you know, 
So I always kind of found it like really funny, but a lot of European groups just like also don't have a critique of capitalism either. So like like while there are good movements like Ende Gelände and stuff like that, like we will also try to like discuss some of the funnier ones. At least I hope. We yeah, and we're going to talk about the funny aspects of Ende Gelände too, and the serious. There is nothing of funny about Ende Gelände. <laughs> There's nothing funny about canceling coal no. and the police. But we should say off the bat that we can't speak for the whole organization and we're certainly not experts in it. Uh, I've just been there once. Um, Me too. <laughs> really feeling like I went to summer camp once and now I'm an expert. I'm going to tell everyone how it changed my life. Um, you're, you're best friends with everyone from Ende Galenda. Yeah, all 5,000 people. Yeah. Everyone who's using like a fake name. <laughs> All your all your uh, white dudes with dreadlocks, all <laughs> now your best friends. We all braid each other's hair and like <laughs> rub the I don't know. Yeah, so you can so you can you able <laughs> no, to change the white hair into dreads. You, you just go over to their house and like have like those like weird like massage sessions that they all probably do. <laughs> that sounds kind of nice. And listen to like <laughs> and like probably listen to like Goa or something. <laughs> well, then like discuss like how your yoni is doing. If we're if we're ranking the susness of things, white dreads bad, uh, massaging each other good. <laughs> yeah, I mean that actually like I I just joked about it right now. That sounds actually really cool. So. Rob and I are going to go to a cuddle party in Berlin <laughs> <laughs> after this episode. <laughs> yeah, so we might as well get into it. Anything, anything else you want to say? No, I think that's good. Yeah. So these are pretty big, complicated organizations. There's a, tons of different people there. Everyone has agenda sounds strong, but everyone's there for their own reasons and doing different things. And this is all these groups, and Endo Galenda in particular, since it's one big action. Uh, What's up? My name's Friedrich. <laughs> I'm not here to make friends. <laughs> just I mean, here to cancel coal. Yeah, but we'll we'll do the best we can to uh, tell you all about it. All right, so I don't want to spend too much time on this because there's a lot of funny things to talk about and a lot of interesting things to talk about. But every, since we have a lot of Ger uh, non-German listeners and we have a lot of people in Germany who might not know about Ende Gelände, I just want to get everyone on the same page. So... Liv, what is Endegelende? <laughs> so, yeah, like, so Endegelende is about, like, doing mass action. So, like, we have a lot of people. Like, last time it was 5,000 people. And, um, yeah, it's about blocking with all these people together, like, a lignite coal mine. Like, the infrastructure of, the, of this lignite coal mine, which can be, like, tracks for the trains which transport that or exit. Excubator? No, how do you call it? The excavators. Excubators. <laughs> Excavators. Excavators. Okay. The the Wait, digger. Just say bugger. Bugger. The bugger. The digger. Or how do you call it? <laughs> so that kind of stuff. Oh, that's and what they're called in English. I guess so. Right? Yeah. And an so, excavator. So you. So you. So in that's German, it's bugger. If you want to know. And oh, so, wow, so, like, so this is blocked. Like rip the. I'm just guessing. I don't know. Of the um of the activists. And so where all that happens is in the like Rhineland, Rhineland. So that's very close to Cologne. And yeah, so there's a very big coal mine from uh, RWE is the company's name. Yeah, we're going to cancel RWE too. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and so what's also crazy about this is that this is like the, I think, biggest CO2 polluter in all of Europe, not only Germany. Woo! Number one, baby. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> we should point out Germany number two behind Poland in terms of EU producing uh in, ter in terms of the amount of coal produced, but RVA number one. Got to look at the advanced stats. 
to know who's really on top. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing, too. Like, um, with Germany, I think it's absolutely hilarious is that there's like, oh, okay, yeah, like, look at how green we are. You know, everyone sorts their trash. Everyone does all this, you know, you know, m- like kind of meaningless bullshit because Germany is just like, oh, yeah. And by the way, uh, coal, like, we're going to keep doing that. <laughs> and uh, we're. You know, not going to invest enough money into alternative energies. So um, you're stuck with that. Deal but, with it. Uh, but All it, your fucking trash sorting is not going to do anything. <laughs> but they even make people believe that they're like the best and like like uh, renewables and oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. it's it's, it's def- very crazy. Yeah, how it's it is definitely like like, like, like trash uh, sorting number one, but then renewables. Like yeah, that's, peak that's what German mindset is always just kind of like you do exactly the opposite of what you convince yourself you're actually doing. That's in everything. That's the power of German advertising, baby. Yeah. That's why they take so much pride in it. So maybe also back to like what Angela is about. So they are also like nonviolent. What doesn't mean that I don't whoa, whoa, whoa. All right, hurt I'm people. Out. But <laughs> They're not murdering CEOs of... of yeah, so suddenly they're not What do you think canceling means? Yeah. yeah. But canceling, I thought canceling was the English translation of fatwa. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I'm so, glad that that tickled you the right <laughs> way. So I, I thought it's about like uh, nonviolence, uh, like to people, but actually it's about things. Like so, they don't destroy anything. But the not murder <laughs> is different. Murder's cool. Yeah, Mitt yeah, Romney voice they, things. I'm not sure if they too. talk about that stuff. So, I don't know. But so that's maybe also special about them in um, comparison to others. Yo, property damage, not about that no more. Killing people <laughs> though, I can't stop. <laughs> <laughs> but as you, as you can imagine, like all these people coming to RVA's coal mine and like. Uh, occupying the like bagger and, <laughs> and the tracks and stuff like uh rbe doesn't really like that and uh it's their property so the police comes in and really uh, comes with hard repression on the activists do the police also come on excavators <laughs> <laughs> i wouldn't be surprised if they did because they come with rbe like the company's equipment and vans so i wouldn't be surprised if the police just came in on one of these those giant coal like excavators and yeah like, true. scooped everyone up and uh, like threw them like a, yeah like a giant trebuchet that, that, that will happen that will happen this year probably with yeah. the new police laws they allow that now and now they can <laughs> they yeah, can use some can some new vehicles activists zehofer when they had that uh the the conference for all the different like state police groups he's like yeah endlich we can trebuchet all of the antifa <laughs> trebuchet all the way them all the way to poland and there's like totally a dude like like there has to be like a few members of, the, of, of like the cdu or csu who are just like weird like medieval weirdos oh yeah and they're just like oh like <laughs> policing's cool but you know what's, what else is cooler <laughs> medieval policing <laughs> well, well in, in the US we have the problem that like police officers like because of the military industrial complex you just have like tanks and stuff that police officers get <laughs> and the equivalent Europe in Germany is, is they, they get a bunch of old trebuchets yeah and stuff. In Europe it just looks like you're playing like Age of Empires <laughs> and so so yeah as you, as you can see this is not legal what they do with uh, Gelände. so it's like a civil disobedience uh, action and yeah and this happens like sometimes few times a year like once a like one to two times a year and um 
yeah what what is special about them i mean that they are like pretty anti-capitalist and they connect like their action to that anti-capitalism and <clears throat> also they are quite like they're also anti-fascist too so we're gonna cancel capitalism we're gonna That's cancel cool. fascism <laughs> I'm, i mean down yeah, that, right, down <laughs> And maybe like how joke like (laughs) well we're it's not a joke that we're gonna cancel RVA and coal too so and cancel (laughs) the police so and like maybe how they're structured they uh, they're more like an alliance we thought is the translation like a bündnis so so a lot of people who organize they are also organizing other groups and like DEL Interventionistische Linke are uh, kind of connected to them today yeah so that's one thing I want to clarify for people because. Maybe in contrast to Extinction Rebellion, which we're going to get into later, but they're just thinking a lot of money and donations, and <laughs> I don't. They have a big structure, and Indiglenid does too. They have year long. They have plenaries. They have actions. They have they do education, and there's they're spread all around Germany. But it is mostly oriented around this big yearly action. Now it's going to be two this year because they're getting bigger. It's only what four or five years old. Yeah, not uh, so old. Yeah, is a group. No. Um, but yeah, it is a bundes. So you have. Part of the reason it's so successful, even though it's so, I mean, because it's so young. Part of the reason it's successful, even though it's so young, is because there are these existing groups like EL, Interventionistische Linke, who has who, ha- who have a longer history, and they have a lot of people who come together with other people from environmentalist movements to to do this action. So, yeah, it is kind of like a maybe. Maybe that also makes it more open because um, more people can join rather than joining some like group that has this really long history yeah, no i think i think so for sure and there are also some people who are just an endiglander so so i think it's it's yeah so i think um Endigland, they try to be very low in hierarchies and try to spread the power along uh, all the participants but of course there there is a lot of organization which has to be done beforehand and <clears throat> there are decisions which have to be made like there are also only certain things you can do and stuff so i think they're used like it's very well organized uh, in general yeah, another thing that helps the the organization, but it's also very chaotic too. But organized the chaos, organized <laughs> chaos. Um, another thing that maybe helps it is that there, maybe people have heard of, um, if they haven't heard of Ende Galenda, maybe they've heard of Hambach Forest, Hambacher Forest, which is the so at the site where the where the protest was has been the past few years and will be this year is, I don't know if it's the biggest mine in Germany, but if it's not, it's one of the biggest. I don't know, but I could imagine. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty huge. Because uh, there are several mines, most of them owned by RVA throughout the the Rhineland. And this one, um, they are slowly cutting down this forest, this Hambach forest. And w- as the mine grows bigger and bigger and they're digging but out more and more Actually, coal. they aren't cutting it down slowly. Like <laughs> they, cut, they, cut, they cut away like 90% of the forest, I think. And now it's like a... Little, the last, the very last trees left, which is a super small forest. So there are groups, there are other groups other than Endegalendo who they kind of work together with. I mean, because it's to the same end. Um, there are several camps that um, occupy space either in the forest or next to the forest. There are a lot of individuals who squat the forest and build tree houses and stuff. Just imagining a bunch of Slavs in the forest squatting. <laughs> Um, there but, are some there it, are some cool people there one one is uh, there's at least one fighter in Rojava I just looked it you up you forgot and I the forget. name again Eleftheria <laughs> Eleftheria Hambi is her uh, name yeah. who was at Hambaka Force and went to Rojava yeah. name means freedom in Greek and 
I, th I think they would if they if the people listen to us like I think they're always very they always want to be distinguished from each other like they are people in the forest they are a little bit different to the like humpy cab and they are all different and they are all different from but uh, it's all the same end I mean but 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 they do support each other they have fights but they do support each other <laughs> and uh, I said in a lot of leftist groups but. Um, Yeah, and also the occupation in the forest, like kind of, I think they completely changed after like October when it was when it was evicted and stuff. So then the person went to Rojava after the, that eviction, just so um, they are more happy with us talking about them. <laughs> and just one thing I want to clarify is that there are like a diversity of um, there are different approaches or tactics that people have. Some people do more um, intensive protests which often will lead to more police repression whether it's tying themselves to the track or actually yeah. going on the excavator um and that's usually planned yeah i think smaller groups do that whereas there's usually a big group that well it's split up into different fingers right and each finger can plan but yeah we, we can talk should we talk about it more now or um like going on a murdering spree general. is that also one <laughs> no maybe maybe if you go you can get some people to do that okay cool or see me in galenda <laughs> But what did you want to say? Um, yeah, I, th I think there are in general like very different approaches from the yeah from the group and and the forest occupation and stuff. But Anglin also even like gets like hundreds of people go on go to occupy like a, a digger bugger. <laughs> I know. So it's but, but then of course like some people chain themselves to it and stuff. And some people like not from Anglin that's not an action concept. But some people also do violence but just on the things as far as i know <laughs> i think they are non-violent too animals first and then humans second cool <laughs> like. so then i wanted to talk about rva a little bit that's yeah, also that's like great. german mindset yeah that's like what like animal protection <laughs> i mean because <laughs> no but these people they are they are very much about it i know that like i get that way. but it's just like the like hierarchy of like what's more important is like <laughs> always like for most germans like first my dog <laughs> other creatures <laughs> and then maybe people uh, so a few little tips about rva as we've kind of alluded to before uh coal is king in germany um It is, but it is by far the dominant fossil fuel of production in Germany. There isn't oil, and there isn't. I mean, they import oil and they import nat natural natural gas. The natural gas mostly from Russia, but it's not produced here. And what is produced here is coal, and it has been for a very long time since uh, for at least 150 years or so in Germany. Yeah, like two centuries. Um, in mostly in the Rhinelands, it in before in like the middle of germany but not anymore and also actually in in the former east germany in the south um there are also actions there the 2016 end it was actually in east germany i just looked that up but the majority is in the in the rhineland area and of the coal production rva is by far the biggest company i think they own most of the mines now yeah. so they really do run the whole show so not only is coal the, the biggest fossil fuel Uh, production in germany rva is the biggest fossil f the biggest coal producer uh, so as you can imagine they have some clout as we like to say on the show uh, within german politics yeah keep going uh one example of that is i want to point out one guy lorenz meyer who's general secretary general secretary of the cdu into 2004 
Uh, and then he had to step down because it was revealed he used to work for RVA and he was still taking a salary from RVA while he was general secretary of the Surprise. city. <laughs> cool stuff. Cool. Like, sounds like, you know, he's got hu- that, that hustler mentality down. <laughs> he's got to have multiple jobs. Keep yeah. grinding. <laughs> Keep grinding. I wonder what his Instagram looks like. I bet it's cool. Uh, um... They don't just have connections to the CDU. The RVA and the police, as you can imagine, are very tight. Talk about some some real friends. So when RVA... This also connects to something that, I don't know, I don't know if it happens a lot in Germany, but it seems to be in the news a lot, is that RVA's destroyed, or four coal mines, like hundreds of villages have been destroyed just to like make room for Yeah, like there's also also a kind of initiative about that, which is, I think... They're different ones, but often it's called like Alle Dörfer bleiben or something. And they are also initiatives like from the villages and like people are killing themselves and stuff because they're like village. They live in for, from, for a very long time. It's like getting destroyed. But like I worry so a lot of them are very reactionary there actually. <laughs> but <laughs> but I do understand them. And I met some people from villages who really fight for the villages to stay and they were like super cool and really like um, really woke people. <laughs> yeah, but... You know, that's absolutely the starting point of any sort of like mass action. Like we have this company fucking us all over some indirectly through all the coal they burn or you directly because they're going to tear down your house tomorrow. Um, and yeah, it's something we can get started. And with. Some people had to like resettle like three times already. Like they settled to the other village. Then every came, okay, we're going to destroy this one too. <laughs> then they settled to the next one. Hey, few they, few you, years, you know, years later, every comes again. At least they do that. Like at least like it's not like in the United States where you just like, oh, hey, you know, like we're going to start fracking in your backyard. You may die. <laughs> um, we're also probably like going to like very vaguely tell you about it. And like we're going to make it this like big complex referendum that you can vote on. On if we can frack or not um yeah your water may light on fire <laughs> that um also may be a problem but don't blame us you're gonna get approximately like a hundred more earthquakes here yeah. than you did before but you get like a small payout like you know but not through actual money but through um instagram followers <laughs> and uh whatever else uh you know the Koch brothers pay you with <laughs> clout <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, it's similar. Uh, the Germany does this for building more autobahn too, because that's what they love to do. Uh, and yeah, it's the same process with the coal coal mines. Uh, I, I'm just imagining an. Absolute, the problem I just can think of is that there are not enough highways here. Yeah, like, <laughs> what if there? What you know, we all love sitting in traffic in Germany. What if we could do that more? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I am imagining just an absolute fuego take from a German liberal being like, RVA is good because they're destroying the reactionary villages. Damn. <laughs> that exists. Yeah. Yeah. Does, now that I spoke I, it into existence, I, I, I think yeah, that that's exists. true. Yeah. Fuck, that has to exist. Yeah, that like really <laughs> anti-working class. I'm getting mad at this already. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm mad at your fake person as well, <laughs> who is a real person. Um, you know how we destroy the Nazis? More coal, baby. <laughs> I, so there's a lot more to get into with like the relationship between... Um, the movement and workers, because a lot of the workers live nearby the mine or, or from the villages. But a couple of things I want to point out about RVA quickly, or about coal in general, is that the coal in Germany, like I said, it has a long history of being mined. But right now... It's the best coal, best coal you can get. Well, it is the it is the <laughs> best coal in that it's has by, it's by far the worst coal. It has the most <laughs> CO2 emissions. Like, it, is, it is the best. <laughs> um, it's lignite coal. 
which I guess is also sounds fancy. It's softer or yeah. something. I don't know this stuff. Oh. Um, but that's the coal that's mined now in Germany. They they used to mold. Uh, maybe there's some hard coal still in Germany. I, I don't think know. there is, but they don't mine it because it's cheaper to get it. From, hey, so yeah. but it used to be mined a lot, and now they're not mining it anymore. They mine it. They import it usually from Colombia. But yeah. because it's cheaper and now they just that's what i think <laughs> yeah. but what's yeah. the situation in colombia yeah so so they're getting the um the hardcore from northern colombia which is like very indigenous and it's really like destroying the nature there through minded coal and a lot of activists activists there like are getting killed and like get, facing a really hard repression and every really enjoys getting that nice hard coal from there <laughs> So the reason, part of the reason I want to go through all these examples is just to show like this movement like is really attacking a pillar, I would say, of like the German economy, right? Like this is not only is coal central to the German, the whole, I mean, the the system. It's one of the things that made Germany one of the most dominant economies of the post-war era, that and steel. And even too with like the Industrial Revolution yeah yeah for sure i mean the whole uh some people know this but the eu traces its origins back to the european coal and steel community mm-hmm. which was between germ primarily between french and german coal and steel interests which are like doing the like arm shake meme yeah and as as far as i know like the law which allows fe to like destroy that forest and the villages to mine coal is from Nazi Germany, actually, like it's still Ooh. from there. Like it's some weird thing. Like you're allowed to strike if it's for the community or something. Like I don't know, <laughs> but I think that's also interesting. I don't know. I love they the love bizarre that laws that are left <laughs> yeah. over from Nazi Germany. Yeah, just the best. So all this is to say, this is important, man. Yeah. <laughs> Striking them where it counts, and that's maybe connected to why there's such an intense police repression against it. <laughs> We're gonna find out. I don't know, like the state man what's up with that <laughs> i heard this like you know grimaldi guy talking about something <laughs> with that he seems smart but he's also italian so i don't know can i trust him it's uh i, I want to widen see. the aperture here a little bit um we've kind of introduced this one of the one of the front lines here in germany about the environmental movement not the front line julia is currently fighting on right now <laughs> yeah sadly but it's uh wow you've been you've been reading the news it's uh this whole climate justice thing is all over the news you you guys yeah, see this? i i heard that the, the climate's changing um i don't know if that's the a times good they're changing the climate the climate's changing. A changing um i also, also heard many? that it it's actually a good thing um because then um because germany's gonna be able to grow uh, tomatoes. tomatoes yeah we can get tomatoes, nice tomatoes. i'm wait. so excited Olives Has- too. Hashtag man. Deutsche Tomaten. Those sound horrible, <laughs> especially because the tomatoes in this country are already garbage from like wherever the hell they come from. Can't wait for more garbage tomatoes. Oh god! But I mean, probably the garbage tomatoes that you eat that are actually from the garbage <laughs> are probably better than the ones that you can get in the fucking grocery store. Just imagine it's an Instagram post like uh, along the lines of that uh, police influencer that we found last week, just like a German, t- like in a like post-apocalyptic hellscape. And it's just an Instagram, which still exists sadly in 50 years, like of German <laughs> tomatoes. It's just like, we had to grind for this view. We had to kill, <laughs> we had to kill billions for this. And it's just like a, like a, tomato with like zero color <laughs> and a couple of germans just like giving a yeah. thumbs up Aww. in a mech suit all right well um what do we want to talk about first fridays for future 
Yeah, because I don't. I mean, there's not really much dunking on them that can be done. Fucking kids, fucking mm. dumb dumbass shit. kids. Well, you want to, you want to, you want to change the climate that's changing. You want to not die. Uh, yeah, uh, it's cool that they're doing stuff. Uh, yeah, we've we've, we've as listeners of this program already know, we are the Greater Thunberg Defense Squad. Protect Greater at all costs. Yeah, I mean, obviously. <laughs> Um, the thing is, too, though, is that uh, I really am glad that the kids are just going to dab cli- climate change out of existence. <laughs> this We're going to cool. capitalism. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> you know? Well, what was, the, what was the slogan you heard today? Yeah, I, I can tell you it's nice. So, like in Hamburg, they did say, um, like, Streik in der Schule, Streik in der Fabrik. Das ist unsere Antwort auf eure Politik. So that's your German classification. So it means uh, striking in school, striking in the factory. That's our answer for your politics. So that's pretty cool that yeah, they said the, that. The, these kids yeah. are fucking kind of cool, and I normally like don't think that a lot of youth activism is cool. <laughs> um, so it is uh, nice that, given not all of them, but I have seen that there is, um, to a degree, like a collective understanding that capitalism is shit. And uh, cool that, that the kids are, uh, you know doing that yeah. because i know that when i was in grade school or whatever <laughs> i didn't even fucking know what capitalism was so yeah i think i think it's also i think i'm really happy like so many young uh, people are politicizing i think i just think i'm a little bit more pessimistic because my brother is doing going to to fridays for future and he's <laughs> he doesn't know what capitalism is so <laughs> well that's cool <laughs> also, i mean like you know but, but like i i hope he will like that will help him understand and that will he doesn't even have to like will, as long as he what's just, important like, is that they all follow greater into battle <laughs> they, <laughs> yeah. they do human wave attacks <laughs> like into the rva coal, coal plant uh we're yeah. gonna make it but but yeah like i think i think it just i just hope that it won't like get into this uh, just about consumption and very individualist uh, stuff, but uh, it probably will stay will. or be anti-capitalist. Kids are stupid. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> we will see. And, and a friend of mine told me they are, they are actually getting money from the Greens, so I'm very worried about this. Well, but. okay, cool. They're just going to become really racist now, and, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but then they're going to you know sort their trash properly, so cool. It's like the fine print of a contract you sign. Like The contract is like, all right, we're going to stop climate change, and the fine print is like, you're going to have to say the N-word about 20 <laughs> times a year to fulfill this contract. <laughs> You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to say you love capitalism, yeah. But yeah, I mean. But I mean, I like. I mean, part of this is in jest, but you know, good on the kids. It's something. Yeah, really. Let's let's get like, working on it. Like, uh, no one expecting them to be perfect, and obviously, kids can't save us. But it's it is inspiring to see a lot of action. Yeah, like, kids sure like as fuck can save us. A lot, a lot better <laughs> than than we were when we were that age. Oh yeah, and so. I mean to be fair, like I. The only other thing I know that that kids these days are doing is playing Fortnite. So I mean, this is a better alternative to that. Yeah. And and I, I really think that uh, this is really like radicalizing them. And there's a lot of Fortnite is right. <laughs> exactly, and there's a lot of connections to other movements too and stuff. So that could like be something. Yeah, and it is. I think um, since it is a school strike and it's people in school. It is like a broader section of it's a broader section of people than like a somewhat self-selecting group of climate activists, you know, uh, which is good. And we should definitely encourage and we should definitely 
operate or orient, operate within that milieu um, because it's definitely a there's more potential there. But yeah, I think you also said that it's more like a like a um, actual strike, like the like it's a strike, the Fridays for Future. So I think that's also cool about it. Like that's actually like kind of disruptive and uh, actually like a threat. Like it's really like making politicians angry and stuff that <laughs> these kids oh, are, yeah. aren't going to school didn't, on Friday. Like they, yeah, didn't they really hate Lidna that. have like a fucking just galaxy yeah. brain take about like yeah, how these true. dumb kids should be back in school yeah yeah he does and you know mondays for economy and stuff like that's nice i fucking love mondays <laughs> for economy but I, think, I think you did talk about that before i don't know uh, uh i just probably like angrily tweeted about it yeah. because there is like the thing that pisses me off is that like the f like what something that like all libertarians think is that they understand the economy better than everyone does which is bullshit like marxists <laughs> obviously understand the economy better than everyone else does like this is just a fact and I love when then, like, they're like, oh, yeah, like, you know, climate change, <laughs> wild, isn't it? By the way, let's talk about how, like, you know, we should promote neoliberal economics on Mondays. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiots. I cannot stand them. And every single person who takes it seriously should just be, like, kicked in the nuts repeatedly. Because <laughs> they're all dudes, too, like... Like, they're all a bunch of fucking, like, just virgin idiots who, like, think that, like, because they wear a bow tie, they're a good economist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, th I think also, like, Fleischhauer and stuff, they always frame this also so much, like, yeah, they're just these kids, they don't know what they're doing, like, uh, they're, they're not they smart. They don't have racism. Just because you're Lindner, he can solve it, but the kids, like, they, they yeah. can't and Jan stuff. Fleischer. And, like, that's also just so stupid because <laughs> it's, job, it's not the case, like, it's the opposite. And, I mean, Jan Fleischhauer is just, like, legit, like, black-pilled, like, and by oh my god! By, yeah. by black pill, I mean he ate a piece of coal, <laughs> and he's just the German equivalent of black pilling yourself. <laughs> and he's just yeah, he's ready for the world to to die if it means that uh, he owned the kids. Yeah, I mean, he actually yeah, we read that on the on on the Jan Fleischhauer episode of his just nuclear take against uh, Greta, yeah. which was insane because she's what how old like what, 16. 16? Oh. And uh, yeah, cool. Jan, come on the show. So let's, I mean, all right, so let's uh, transition to Extinction Rebellion. Oh my God. I hate these guys. <laughs> okay. All right. I feel like, I feel like this is going to be since, all right. They're, I don't want to be too hard. I don't want to say Fridays for Future is absolutely perfect. No, 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 they're problems. not, but they aren't. And but Extinction least, Rebellion like, has all yeah, the problems because yeah, yeah. we're going to slowly transition and talk about the problems. Yeah. But, yeah, there are also problems. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Fridays for Future does have a lot of problems because they're dumb kids, and I think we can just leave it at that. Kids are I, uh, stupid. Sh should we talk about that funny thing with uh, the rapper? They wanted to. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So yeah. So so I'm so I'm actually not sure where, but I think in Berlin they wanted to get a musician because they always do that. That's very nice music to have music so they asked this music rapper Shafkat who's people. like real backpack rapper actually and um, I'm I, th I think very boring and stuff. <laughs> and, but uh, so they asked him but then like few days before the strike they actually like cancelled his show because they told him that they found out that he had he had a future uh, feature with Qatar <laughs> that's a cool and reason that's to... like that couldn't like then uh, like Shafkat he can't come if he had a future with Qatar like 
So yeah, a possibility so can perform at their uh, protests. So. Since I imagine that like the majority of our listeners have absolutely no idea about <laughs> German hip hop. But I know about backpack rappers, so you yeah, have yeah. to know about who Hata is. Yeah, and stuff. A German knows what backpack rappers are, so all of our listeners have to know who Hata is. <laughs> you should Hata call him German. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry. You meant Germans in general, but you you made it seem like you were talking about Liv specifically. Like German knows what this is, <laughs> like like that German, <laughs> that German. Yeah, sorry, keep going. Okay, um, Hatar is an absolute fucking pimp. I cannot stress this more. He um, he's like a I don't know, like a Kurdish German rapper who's I don't know, like he's. Can we can we drop in a bit from Gaddafi? It's also nice that, I, right that I made you explain. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I don't know how to describe him because he's just uh, like like rides around I, I, on a golden. I think tank. you know him better than me, but like I had to. I don't uh, get how he's name. like that problematic, except for his one song that is called Gaddafi. Which is Tata, like, maybe you should try uh, spending your Mondays learning about the economy <laughs> instead of rapping about hoes and bitches. <laughs> No, see, he raps about how he's going to, like, you know, uh, keep his, you know, money in gold because that's the smarter thing to do because Gaddafi was, I don't know, notorious for that, that he didn't want to, like, negotiate with the United States. <laughs> Tatar is rapping about how he's going to develop a nuclear program or at least maintain the threat of it so that he's <laughs> so that he's not invaded by the United yeah, yeah. States. But best thing about that video is that there's just a part where now he filmed all of it, I think, in, like, Sierra Leone or something like that. It is an insane video. Um, we shared with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We will put this video in the description. <laughs> it's so fucking cool. It may not be able to be played in the United States. <laughs> I'm being serious because I wanted to show my friend it and I couldn't pull it It's up. the opposite of the Ben Shapiro tweet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't it's, get any cool stuff. It's way too cool for the US. And there's a part where he is just like riding around on a tank that's just like covered in like gold foil. It is it is the coolest music video ever. It's a flex that no other rapper and by like riding around on a tank, I legitimately mean that the tank is riding around and he is standing on it. Like it is so cool. Oh. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah, but he was in prison. Maybe that's the reason why. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, like yeah. like he's had a hashtag uh, canceled. He he. I think he uh, like yeah. He was like hiding his gold somewhere underground. Gaddafi or or Hata. <laughs> I mean, like probably. like to be fair, like Hata does have like an actual like you know real street life thing that like yeah. he's not just like all talk and you know like i don't but it's yeah yeah but i don't see that then being all that problematic because he does no. like <laughs> also about the prison i didn't mean like that's a um that's a reason to not let uh the person who had a feature with him play i i just mean like it's also weird like that the fridays for future think that's so bad that yeah, yeah, was yeah. In prison, but, it, but like in uh, in in the like general scheme of things it is still like a white european movement yeah you know yeah. no no f no for sure i think that's yeah. also a reason and i know and like uh like we can change that though Hata's much better Let than Hata be a part of fridays for future <laughs> not he's the guy who's on the future like i don't care about him i yeah, want to see come up and just we are like, Hata uh, join and make a concert at yeah. come with a fucking golden tank <laughs> yeah please smash that's capitalism it. with uh with your with yeah. your gold foil tank so yeah, we spent way too long talking. So about Extinction Rebellion. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. These. Uh, well, the first thing we should say about Extinction Rebellion, I, I got to play Nick's foil a little bit, is that it's not. It is also a very big group, and there are chapters in Paris and in the Netherlands, for example, in Denmark, UK also in Germany. Really yeah, in Germany. They're doing a lot of different things, and I would say probably more interesting things, better things than 
in and I don't want to generalize too much, but it is for an ostensibly horizontally organized organization and they do have some aspects of that. There's a lot of I don't know where they're getting all their money, but they got a lot of money. <laughs> Gaddafi baby really if cares only. about <laughs> about uh you know his his ghost is is supporting all the uh yeah. environmental so organizations <laughs> you've almost definitely heard about extinction rebellion because they're definitely bigger in numbers than Endigalenda. and when i say Endigalenda, there are also other similar coal protests in neighboring countries so in france and in, in czech in netherlands there are some and they organize so people that's another good aspect of Endigalenda that i think we'll get into later is that it is very international not only the solidarity with people in colombia because they're also having their environment oh, hold, hold on hold on <laughs> extinction rebellion is not international it's a club for white Europeans to pretend they're doing something. Yeah. Like it is not like there is not an internationalism. I was talking about Indy Glenda, but yeah. But but I think I think you have oh, to. Oh, I, I be, think Indy Glenda is is more. Yeah. Is but but yeah, okay, but, okay, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. What, that's what I was gonna say. But but I think I think I do agree with you, Nick. Like I think also about Indy Glenda. Like uh, I really liked the uh, bündnis and stuff. But I think uh, you have to be critical also about this, like solidarity with the global south with countries global south and stuff like yeah because it's very wide and stuff like yeah, yeah. and so I, fa- I, mean, I think i don't know the structure of what endgelenda does but i mean like seeing that then the things of what pop of, of extinction rebellion yeah. is again a bunch of you know white people doing performance art and very yeah. bad performance art <laughs> well let's get into it so i think that most people have heard of them first because they're so big and you might have a chapter in your in your city, especially you if you live in Europe. Um, they're probably most well-known for their big public protests in London, where they're like, yeah, we got uh, 50 people arrested at Oxford Circus yesterday. Blah, blah, blah. There was one action or one week where they had 1,000 people arrested. Um, and that's, it's not a coincidence that I know, I mean, there's a, there's a reason I know how many people were arrested because they love bragging about how many people were arrested. <laughs> but is it like actually that they're arrested for... Like think, being problematic, or is it like <laughs> symbolic? Like Wait, they're they're arrested for for their protests being weak and ineffective by the police. No, but have you not seen like I always I always see these things of like whenever like journalists in the U.S. get arrested, like the people from like, I, like uh, Chang from Young Turks is like, oh, he got arrested, <laughs> but it was just like him and a line of journalists like. I, I, I think you're right actually they're often just arrested and like or like booked i don't know but exactly, they're not yeah, even but taken it, away. it's like very like calm and it's just because they're like standing in the wrong spot or something like they're not beating the shit out of like happens to things that like end where were like you know the, the police come ready to brawl i don't know i mean <laughs> i'm just i'm just yeah. questioning because I, I i can't imagine extinction rebellion um being more than just a you know a theater for you to pretend that you're doing activism. I, I, think, <laughs> I really don't like yeah. them, as you can obviously no, no, tell. No, no, but, but I, th- I think it's probably kind of right. I think what, what I think about the police, like as far as I experienced it with, uh, I think the police like uh, they love to get violence on you. They love to hit you if they can. <laughs> but yeah. but if people are around there and in a city like London, there are people around. If you like glue yourself onto something, there will be people around watching you, and they won't. Uh, they won't like. Uh, the police is not uh, how is it like they are not uh, like brave enough <laughs> like they don't trauen themselves to to actually hit you because there are people watching and stuff but I think at we can also come to it later at Ennegelende in the in the Rhineland there 
they actively like try to get like uh, journalists and politicians to come to watch them because the police is actually pretty violent on them. Like I don't like you can't compare this to other things like uh, black people being shot in the US by police and stuff. But they are like well, no, I they mean, are I, really yeah, like yeah. they are pretty like uh, uh, pretty like crazy uh, the police and uh, Rhineland because there's nobody around to like. Uh, nobody around who's can, who can see them so the police can really do what they love yeah i mean we don't have to like go like i mean like that's also the thing too is that like i don't want to then also cheapen the fact about then like police repression in different countries obviously is different yeah. it seems like it's, it's as simple as that so um the way that then uh political movements are, are policed can't be compared with them that of how um, you know, systematic rep repression. Yeah, that's also States, true. Uh, yeah. Uh, no. So, do not come at us saying that then we're not like you know critical enough on some stupid <laughs> shit because we are. You're the one who's wrong. <laughs> Don't <laughs> at us. So, I just want to clarify no. with the arrests. Um, please correct us if we're wrong, our listeners. Um, so, just from this Guardian article I'm reading, it says a thousand arrests. I, I think when it says a thousand arrests have been made, they're like pending charges. Like they can decide to drop the charges or like. I think the thousand people they're often arrested and then they're just sort of processed on the spot and let go. But then their name is maybe they'll come down with harder charges in the future. I don't know, but there's just a long list of a thousand names. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. But but I I say that because I do think that obviously there's there's a varying degree of police repression at every. Uh, uh, depending on the individual and depending on the pol the police officer and the situation, whatever. Um, but as a tactic, well, first of all, we should say that it is just a tactic. Like I do think that, at least from what I've seen of what's his face, um, <laughs> I've I've seen him dragged enough on Twitter that I know his face, but I forget his name. Roger Hallam, who's kind of a leader in Extinction Rebellion, this old farmer guy. Um, he is kind of excitedly talking about we're going to get so many people arrested and like talking with the cops and like planning everything. And it's like, yeah, that's the thing. Is yeah. that it always, that's it always you, feels that's, very, it always, that's what you mean. Yeah. Like <laughs> it feels very, very, very fake. Well, part of the reason for that is because like when that's, when you're not, and I, and I'm, I'm not saying this like, like, Y'all are weak. Let's do better. I mean, a little bit. We should. Y'all do cowards don't even smoke crack. <laughs> Y'all cowards aren't even challenging capital because, like, <laughs> like I understand the, the the structural problems, but you you kind of have to be honest with yourselves. Like, all right, if you're having a protest and you're disrupting something, like, unless you're actually like stopping, unless you want to shut down the whole London economy, which they don't really want to. It's mostly symbolic. Okay, and then follow the logic through. What is the symbolism? You want the media to report on it. Okay, and how do you get the media to report on it? lots of arrest numbers or photos of police being violent, you yeah. know, that you it's can It's not like around. fucking like G20. And it's, a, and it's a fucking, <laughs> yeah, it's a fucking, uh, like that's a kind of like, we should be on, I think we should be more honest with ourselves or the group should be, about what exactly that tactic is. Like if that's all you got, I, and, and I'm not, I'm not passing too much of value judgment on that one way or the other, because yeah, that's all some people got. Like, Let's just try to use the media on our side, as fucked as that is. But, you know, we should be aware that the arrest is not like, yeah, finally, we're really racking up these arrests, so we're getting more media attention. Like, it's it's one tactic out of many. We need to, like, strategically, tactically decide what the best approach is, yeah. depending on the situation. All right. It's I not think, just more arrests, yeah. like, racking them up like a high score in Candy Crush. <laughs> 
Candy Crush reference in 2019. <laughs> <laughs> We're here. Because we don't play enough Fortnite. Okay. Yeah. Um, I guess we can then, like, you know, my favorite thing about them is... Um, the, uh, all the die-ins that they do? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, holy shit. Was that the word you search for? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how to, like, describe it because I just absolutely hate this method of protesting because, like, you see it all the time on, like, whatever your, like, you know, milk toast media that, that you take in is. Because, like, like, during Hamburg, that was the thing of, like, oh, yeah, like, you know, you see the violent protests? Well, what about the zombie yeah. protests? <laughs> yeah. Like, this is cool and nonviolent and this and that and that. And, like, first off, it doesn't understand, at least in my opinion, the sense of, like, what a demonstration actually is. You know? Like, yeah, it... In some sense, like, if you want to, like, break it down and be really, you know, stupid like that, we can then obviously say that there's a, there's a performative act to going out and, you know, with your your signs and this and that and that. But I always kind of feel that then, like, with the chanting and with this, like, it's always pretty easy to then see what it's about, you know? Like, you can, like, read the things. Even if, you like, you don't know the language, you can there's, like, symbolism that then you can kind of make out to decipher, like, what it is, it makes it also that I think much more collective that then you can like sing along and, you know, do the stuff that you can and it makes it an event. And that also still too falls under the category of like, you know, nonviolent protests, all that kind of stuff is good and fun. And, you know, I appreciate that. Um, going and just like lying in like Gendarme Markt, wherever the fuck they did that, wherever they like, they do it everywhere, man. They do it everywhere. <laughs> and, it pisses me off. Like, it really, like, it grinds my gears because it is just the lamest shit. And they, like, splatter blood all over themselves. And they just have this, like, oh, yeah, you know what? The climate's dying and so are we. And it's just so, like, like I don't know what is wrong with Europeans' brains. but They love this shit. So, I do think the dying is very specifically tired. It's, it's tailored for the photo op. Like it's it's a good photo. When it's so stupid. Even if you just have like a hundred people, like if they're all lying on the ground, it's like, whoa, what's this? It's eye catching. Hey, whoa, so, hey, there's something like, I'm and I do think over you. I do think it's an. Ex- <laughs> it's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I do think it's an, an example of like how, yeah, how it's about the the media focus, which again is just a means to an end. Like the end isn't we're in the newspaper. The end is we're getting enough people together for a revolution and like, you know, media exposure is just one thing in that step. Um, what I think is good about a demonstration is exactly the collective power that everyone feels. Yeah. Maybe you can't actually pop off right now at this demonstration. Almost never. Can you do that? But at least you, you want to talk about prefigurative politics, talk about prefigurative action. Like, all right, you're like, you're feeling like the collective energy of the whole group and like, I don't know. You just, I, I don't, I've been in at least one die in, like, just because we were in a march and it's like, now we're doing the die in part. It's like, okay. <laughs> but it wasn't climate uh, oh, justice. Like, you, <laughs> but like, it's sort of like, that's the worst part because, like, what am I, what am I doing here? Like, I don't want to be dead right now. <laughs> I want to act. So I, yeah. I don't want to die yet. Why are you making me die? <laughs> So, Yo, yeah, we dying now? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Fuck. I didn't have this plan. All right. Like, 
and it's not just that lying down is always bad because I think a lot of people like lie down on the tracks for something at Indigalenda, but like, but that's like actually has a reason for yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like instead of just on the street where you're supposed to be, because that's just the photo op, you know. And when you're lying down, I, I do think there's an aspect. So well, I was joking about like, damn, I gotta die now. Like there is an aspect when you're lying down on the track where you do feel like powerless, and I do think that also serves not in the same collective strength, but in the like damn, I'm really vulnerable right now. And when the die-in and you're kind of like, you know, like cordoned off a bit and then Gendar mocked, it doesn't have the same effect. Like it is supposed to be like, oh, I'm, I'm really vulnerable right now. I'm lying down on some tracks and there's police all around, but like hundreds of thousands of other people are too. So like that, it does serve that same end of like the collective power, even if it's this like lying down and you're going to get carried away and arrested. Um, yeah, just maybe just uh, just one thing about about the um, uh, about the being arrested and stuff. I think um, can can you maybe uh, do you still have that thing about that um, a black person right uh, like doing like a workshop with Extinction Rebellion about anti racism and stuff or not? Yeah, I can find like it. or like maybe we can also summarize. I think they were just saying that. Uh, Extinction Rebellion like posted on the website like yeah it's so chill to be arrested it's <laughs> actually nice like it's, it's uh, like just nice and stuff and like Extinction yeah. Rebellion has a big like being because arrested they love the police like uh, like it's very nice to be arrested because the police is so nice you know like it's just great <laughs> yeah I was about to say like they're your friends they, they've been accused on multiple times of like being very racially insensitive and I think that that is fair and true to make that assessment about them because you sh it's, it's it's motherfucking 2019 like we see how um being arrested for a lot of people is not a happy fun go lucky yeah. experience like doo -doo 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 -doo, going like, down to the police station gonna yeah. you know you know like, like, cuff me officer <laughs> like you you did uh talk about this like what just happened in hamburg in the uh like uh psych psychiatric clinic like just where you can just get do therapy and stuff and where a black man was like killed by the security uh what just like similar to the police the security and stuff and yeah this just happened and everything and still it's very like <laughs> crazy that people uh, don't <laughs> recognize wait, that. so william Mumbabda, the the man who was uh killed by the security at the hamburg hospital there was a big march today in hamburg and it's still ongoing Shout out again to the black community in Hamburg, who I saw was organizing at least one of the marches. They are doing more important work than Extinction Rebellion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry, keep going. Oh, I mean, I'm done talking about Extinction Rebellion, really. All right, well, then I want to say I do what I want to give credit to Extinction Rebellion is that there's a lot of people. Uh, that's always good. And I know, like, there are, like, I support entryism into movements like this like if you have a lot of people willing to get arrested like let's get arrested for a better reason <laughs> and hopefully under like yeah as a last resort under different actions um so that's always an opportunity and i know there are a lot of people there's probably people listening who are involved in maybe some tangentially related to extinction rebellion in their city and you know do what you can um, like if you meet people there to you know push them to i don't radicalize them you could say maybe but not even that just like channel the energy to like more effective ends <laughs> in they had this big week-long like one of the biggest things of the uh, extinction rebellion was this like week-long or over a week protest in london and 
there was like it was unclear how they were able to protest where they were because they needed a permit from the city to do that and then there were all these like speakers organized to talk and it seemed like there was criticism that it was more top down than the organization actually led on and that it was like to put on the whole thing because they had like a big pink yacht there and I don't know why there was a yacht in the wait what like on the bridge there was some pink yacht that said something <laughs> like change the future um, and I know companies are donating a lot of money to Extinction Rebellion I know it's also open for do- from donations for anybody but I don't know does not smell right at all like any any like unclear group structure getting a lot of money from from companies is like don't know what to make of that. So they just had a pink yacht. There was a pink yacht. All right, I'm gonna find the pink yacht for you. <laughs> um, I don't actually believe this. I think you're making shit up. There's no pink yacht. <laughs> and yacht. like maybe maybe also one thing like maybe we can talk more about it. Maybe it's not true or something. Like um, I, I also get the feeling like <laughs> sorry, sorry. What well, you got I it? Just, I found a Daily Mail. They were pissed at the pink yacht. <laughs> <laughs> The Daily Mail article says, Bon Voyage, moment pink yacht is finally, all caps, wheeled off after five days in Oxford Circus. <laughs> Eco mob plot more mayhem with picnics on motorways. What is the pink yacht? The pink yacht like? says, tell the truth. You see I don't it? know where they got a yacht. I'm here to tell everyone Enda Galenda has no yachts. Don't worry. But they, they need golden tanks from Qatar. Yeah, gold tanks... Sata, come through with the gold tanks. Tell the truth. Like, about what? Like Syria. About 9-11, Syria, <laughs> Greece? <laughs> I think I also got the impression, like, Extinction Rebellion is a lot about, um, like, oh, you politicians, you have to do something now and yeah. stuff. And, like, yeah. it, it's true. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> But I think England, for example, they are, they are, like, they give up, like, on CDU in, <laughs> in the Rhineland. They know, like, they won't do, do shit. Like. Yeah, that's also, like... <laughs> and, uh, yeah, like, yeah, I think that's... Like, that, like, just yeah. dipshit liberal take of, like... Yeah, we tell you to do this now and then. Like, You're gonna <laughs> do it. Yeah, like... Yeah, if we just... The... If we just uh, glue ourselves on this then they will do it like yeah, do they sure. not see what's happening in europe like you think you're gonna get fucking like victor orban to <laughs> sign on to yeah oh and, shoot and and also like rve like and again recognizes that they are that's it's not just the government like rve is like in this too and they have their interests and they uh yeah like their interests are cdu's interests and stuff and it's almost that's like also the interests of <laughs> politics The sphere of <laughs> politics and economics are like intersectional. We I, love that word intersectionality <laughs> here at Corner Speaker, but only for these two things. Um, I do want to uh, hop on to Liv's point because the Extinction Rebellion does make a big deal about their three demands. The first, which is tell the truth. Which that means, means nothing! It means, I'll tell you what it means. It means they want the government to declare a climate emergency, which they have. They did that like a couple weeks ago. So, boom. Emergency hey. declared. I <laughs> declare an emergency. Act uh, second is act now. The But that's still also that that is also a nothing statement in Let, itself. I, I have to get through these. Number two is act now. The government must act now. Fucking reduce greenhouse gas emissions. Up. To net zero by shut 2025. Up. So reducing, Fuck, I hate them. Reducing greenhouse gas emissions to net zero by 2025 uh, is would be great. And it's also much sooner than any other than any yeah, international agreement, um, but it's what's needed. Uh, it doesn't say how to get there because that would be... Of course not. That would be completely taking over the economy. 
um, which would be cool. Yeah. And number three is beyond politics. <laughs> Fucking just... <laughs> government, government must create and be led by the decisions of a citizen's assembly on climate Shut and ecological Shut the fuck up. Shut I didn't know what the hell a citizen's assembly yeah, was. Yeah, they, they do explain it there. I didn't apparently, read it, though. <laughs> apparently they're in Ireland, too. It's a random selection of citizens that is exactly how like athenian democracy worked <laughs> like like i'm not joking <laughs> i can't wait till they vote to kill Greta Thunberg like socrates we're <laughs> 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 literally corrupting the youth yeah <laughs> yeah no so, but those are all like yeah exactly but you're like, exactly right like they're just putting pressure on the politicians yeah and that well and you can like the thing is the matter of 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 you know these very just like milquetoast liberal movements is that it comes down to the sense of like oh you know like yeah we have power like as a movement but we're not going to utilize that first second yeah like exactly what you said like the the bringing climate emissions to net zero by 2025 cool fine how are you gonna fucking do that in a <laughs> cannot planned economy like you can't it is physically fucking impossible and that's why there are, um, you know, there are good climate initiatives taken by, you know, whether it be certain groups or certain parties and stuff like that, that then acknowledge the fact that then capitalism and climate change, cl- capitalism is the reason for fucking climate change. Simply, like, it's like just simple as that. But trying to make, uh, I don't know, I'm just, I'm, I'm mad at them and they like the tell the truth thing. I can only just make fun of it. Like you that. lie, sir. It's exactly that. Um, I don't, I also don't know what extinction rebellion says about capitalism. I don't see <laughs> the word. <laughs> the word. They have to say the word. Um, capitalism. I don't want like crapitalism. <laughs> yeah. Extinction. They, rebellion. they can't even say that, but <laughs> yeah. The last thing I want to criticize, uh, and people have uh, maybe seen this dragged online. Um, <laughs> there was the tweet that it's like, well, a couple of things they, and again, huge organizations. So there's a lot of different things at play here. Uh, they seem to love the cops. <laughs> we love oh our cops. Our <laughs> law enforcement. <laughs> um, yeah. So the the examples we have is the Twitter account tweeting like cops are workers too, and then apparently like a common um, a common refrain from some protesters is to like sing like we're doing this for your children. The co- like you don't need to do this. Not even you don't need to do this because I think that's very common. But like you should be on our side. Like come. So their entire mentality is the Pepsi commercial with what is it, <laughs> yeah. Kylie or Kendall Jenner? <laughs> it was Kendall. That is their whole like. They saw that and they're like, "Yeah, like that's that that can happen. We can do that." Yeah, instead of a Pepsi, it's like a kombucha. <laughs> but, but maybe maybe that is pretty like common in the uh, climate justice movement. Like, I think I never thought about it, but I remember like also. When there was the whole eviction going on in Hambacher Forest, I remember also videos about that, like uh, yeah, people being activists being to the police, like ah, uh, yeah, like we're doing this for your children, like now take off your uniform and join and stuff. So I don't, I don't, I have to look more into this. Like what, <laughs> what is this connection with the? Um, I think I think they are just very like oh we want harmony with everyone, yeah, yeah, yeah. also with the police. Mm-hmm. And what you said that maybe it's also kind of. White German thing or something. Oh, very much so is because they think that then, like, one, 
they're pure in their actions. Yep. Yeah. And that then through their purity, that then it's just going to break the hatred of the cops and they're yeah. going to come over and they're going to drink that, Pepsi. That, that's so the, true, I think. Uh, because, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think they are so much like, ah, we are so nonviolent. We are like, I don't know. And the police is uh, like, yeah, that's cool. We're going to fucking, you know, beat the shit out of you. <laughs> um, but like, I think it's it's a mixture. There are also a lot of people who really hate the police. Like, what was very nice, I'm not sure if you know, I think Rob knows maybe too. In Hamburger Force, for example, they have the tree houses and they have actually also their toilet up there in the trees. So they, ha so they had like, yeah, this big collection of shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then when the, when the cops came all the time, they actually took that shit and put it on the cops. And then <laughs> they're all, <laughs> yeah, they all were like um, covered in poop. So pretty nice. <laughs> there, uh, yeah. I hope someone took photos of this. I hope. Uh, I guess so. <laughs> That's what I call shy so, softy uh, So they are like they were like <laughs> these two. <laughs> they were these two. <laughs> Rob just said poop on the police. Uh, they were. They yeah. are these. I think there are these also different uh, approaches in this in Hamburg Force and at Endegelände, for example, towards Yo. the police. Extinction Rebellion, done. you're not literally shitting on the cops. <laughs> so get better. Get better at that. Do better. So mentioning that uh, Extinction Rebellion maybe isn't so... I mean, they don't talk about ca capitalism or anti-capitalism so much. Uh, it's maybe a good transition into Endegelende because I do think one of the good things that they do is they are explicitly anti-capitalist. Um, maybe they could be even more because I do think just saying you're against capitalism doesn't take into account a lot of the like vehicles which through which that should go such as class struggle um but yeah it's kind of complicated um yeah what 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 do we want to say about like the relationship between the activists at Endegelende or in the Endegelende movement and the workers at the coal mine yeah maybe one thing also before before that like i think um i think Endegelende was from the beginning on very like open and broad kind of. I think a lot of people joined who aren't, who maybe aren't anti-capitalist actually, but they were just environmentalist and <laughs> then they joined. And so they're wrong. <laughs> they well, are. It is but true so, so I hope that Andy Glenda like made them anti-capitalist, but I don't know. <laughs> but I think that has to be said, but I think how, yeah, like the actual organization, they do connect, uh, they, they do know, uh, they do say and connect like climate crisis and capitalism that that's the source of it yeah well they yeah. actually realize that the left are the real fascists <laughs> in that um what was that video that i saw today that was just like that uh the left is worse than isis yeah from candace owens or something <laughs> oh my god i didn't watch was... it I, I saw it go by with the sound off and i made a business decision <laughs> in my brain to not do to not watch this <laughs> it was it was way too good of a take <laughs> but but about the workers i think um so i think like in the action constants they say that their actions aren't against the workers what's true like <laughs> the, yeah. the action is against rve and rve is not uh like actually in the workers interests because it's not workers owned or anything and uh, it's, and it's destroying their future <laughs> but um and they do have like uh they do have like also a lot of messages like uh, in connection with that for example they uh, yeah they're like so the gov German government they decided to um, do like the coal exit in two thousand thirty and um, and they will give like tons of money to RVE that's what they decided on yeah billions but, like but forty billion yeah exactly but yeah. and RVE has 
uh, doesn't want to give any money to their workers, of course. <laughs> Makes cool. sense. <laughs> that <laughs> sounds normal in a and capitalist system. Yeah, and uh, and Endigland is like kind of saying like we exit coal now, and the workers get all that fucking money like every made, and uh, yeah, they're having uh, they're having like kind of some sayings like. Uh, for every worker like i don't know that, on, that amount of money and stuff like this so so i think uh like that's how they address it like theoretical but um practical like that's maybe a different thing but yeah yeah practically one of the well first i should say for the people if because it, it is a little confusing that germany earlier this year did agree to the coal exit the coal ausstieg and that's what i mentioned yeah. when they decided on doing it in 2030 was of course too late and yeah giving every like so fucking much money and they already do have a lot of money yeah but <laughs> so there is something on the table saying there will be no more coal mined in germany in 19 years uh that's a little late i would say it and maybe maybe it won't sooner. happen every doesn't want that true, true. <laughs> then I, I, i don't know I actually i think it's explicit in the agreement that like the final date can be negotiated which is Yeah, cool. Yeah, so it I doesn't actually mean anything. Mm. Um, but that is the context in which we're working. Like, because I think the argument can be made again, always a dumb argument, but like, yeah, you got what you wanted as the cold Ausstieg. But I do think they're like, not only did, are they not accepting that, there's like an extra action this year. So I just want to put that into context. Um, one thing, since we we have to criticize Endicalenda too. Um, one thing, and I don't even know if this is a criticism of them in particular, I would say there's some hostility to Endegelende in the area. Like, maybe they're from employees of RVA, but like, there are groups that are like, alle dürfen bleiben, who work with Endegelende, but if I just, as a person going there, I would say, oh, obviously the majority are like, kind of indifferent or don't, engage with it but there are there is some like hostility there to Endicalenda. yeah um, and some of that is from workers who think they're like against them like for example the um the union where the workers where some workers are organized like they did a demonstration when Endicalenda did their action so yeah but i think i sometimes wonder or i think that sometimes what's kind of rumors around that ave actually has some people in the union and stuff like kind of like That's like really common in Germany, though, just in that, general. That happens, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know enough about, it, but and like, it, it makes sense. But of course, like, I think, yeah, of course, it's more it's great for Abby if like the enemies of them are these are these environmental activists who wants to take away want to take away their job. Of course, it's shit if you lose your job, which is for them maybe their identity or something. But um, Abby, they are the ones who are actually like like exploiting them and uh, not paying them enough money and stuff yeah and the SPD does call like in the calendar the like uko mob like yeah, exactly. <laughs> SPD, this fucking milk yeah. toast Then, party yeah. does does like go off to yeah. like and actually that's historically connected one thing i didn't mention when we talked about how important coal is situated in the history of germany not only is is coal are the coal companies they're strongly allied literally paying the general secretary of the cdu the coal workers are the are part of the backbone of the spd And, yeah. and all the union workers throughout the Rhineland. So basically, yeah, up and down, it's yeah, kind of tied into the establishment German politics. Yeah, um, and uh, like I think, I think I, I think I actually don't, I don't know so much about this. I think I sometimes when I joined for some plenaries and stuff from Endegelände, like uh, on general, I, I, uh, I. Uh, 
people were people were talking about that they actually do want to that they wish to have contact to the union and would also organize a strike like in connection like they do the action and they organize a strike or in general they support each other or something so yeah that sounds very great actually <laughs> to <laughs> to do that like to organize a strike with them because yeah it's like in both of our interests actually the whole the whole thing to uh, like they're u unified and they're uh Uh, to be against RWE but um, yeah I don't know wh how that actually looked in praxis if there was actually some of what I think they are in contact but I don't know how and stuff so I can't really tell about that but at least they uh, Engel wants to and as far as I know they also are in general like a lot of uh, climate justice movements are in contact with the unions and at least what I saw from the climate justice movement side that They, the unions don't really want to be engaged with them, but I don't know what's uh, actually happening. <laughs> yeah, I know some people did try to organize to like join, um, like the the some w unions put on actions or just demonstrations around the same time as Endiglenda because obviously they know it's happening. And sometimes I know people try to organize to go to that too to like join them and say, "Hey, we're on your side." Um, but yeah, it could be better. So maybe that's a segue into the political representation. I touched on it before. Um, how we want to call, like, what exactly does it mean for this to be anti-capitalist? Um, do you have any? What does it mean? Well, all right. <laughs> <clears throat> maybe to better introduce that topic, I want to bring up one of the legacies that we didn't really touch on. We mentioned EL, who are committed anarchists in Germany, who do some, do some good work. Anarchists? Oh. And EL... Do it not hundred <laughs> percent. What would you call them? Probably there. Uh, like I'm, I'm not sure if they're they're so anarchist, but I don't know. Doesn't matter. <laughs> anarchist leaning leftists uh, in EL. Another aspect of it is the anti-nuclear movement, which was big across Europe, but was very big in Germany and somewhat effective, especially um, after 2011 when when they got Merkel to agree to shut down all the nuclear power plants in Germany or agree to it will happen in the future. Um, and that is another strand um, that is a very significant um, aspect of Endegelende too because a lot of people are the same people engaged with it and a lot of the tactics um, are the same are inherited from the anti-nuclear movement. Um, and I don't know, I think that that's a less leftist aspect of Endegelende. I know that's a broad statement to make but Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but 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 uh, uh, yeah, like I I, th I think this works. I think what I think is uh, is good about Anglin maybe to <laughs> give a program. I think I think what just what is good what we talked about that I think already before that they do see these connections how how the government like the CDU government is really like representing AVEs um AVEs uh, interests and uh, and the police is also like so involved with it and protecting AVEs property and capital and uh, I think that's cool that they connect all these things but um, I also think these other points you made are true <laughs> well just with the anti-nuclear movement just as an example we were talking before about the independence movements in the Baltics um, that was in 1991 because they were part of the Soviet Union And at least in Estonia and Latvia, both of the independence movements, it, it was kind of connected between all three of the Baltic states. But in those two countries, they came explicitly out of environmental movements. 
in Estonia, there was a movement against uh, the Soviet Union wanted to do phosphate mining in the north of Estonia. And in Latvia, it was building a hydroelectric, hydroelectric plant. And there were all these movements. There was the big chain. We didn't talk about that yet. Oh God, <laughs> that's, yeah. That's, that's another yeah. classic uh, environmental movement. But literally, they had the chain across the Baltics. Like, um, But I do think that's an example of how that kind of serves a neoliberal end because in, environmentalism, when it's not grounded in a certain anti-capitalism, or in this case, in class struggle, um, can serve a neoliberal end because... Yeah, the independence movement in the Baltics, like, yeah, where did it get us today? I don't know. I'm sure the people in the Baltics are super season. happy right now. Yeah, everything's, <laughs> everything's going great. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, they it's don't have a mass exodus of people. It's complicated, is all I want to say. But it's like, it's not automatically good. On the other, on the other side, uh, Liv, we were talking about before that, like, the, an- the anti-nuclear movements did leave kind of a um, a legacy of struggle in a lot of small german towns that are much more radical today because of it yeah it's true like in the event for example but actually uh, i'm not sure if they're actually okay. so good so. <laughs> no, we can cut that. And, Sorry, I don't <laughs> know. no 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 but like i think i think now if you go to there there are maybe politicized i hope in the right ways i think there are some good projects going on there in the Wendland, but i don't know enough about it i don't want to say they're perfect <laughs> but um yeah there are a lot of like solidarity uh, co-op agriculture and stuff which is a good structure to do agriculture, but yeah. Want to talk about white people? <laughs> yeah, you want to start? There's a little bit of an <laughs> elephant in the room <laughs> that's been running throughout all of this. Yeah, but uh, maybe we can. A lot of white Germans at Ende Galenda. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a lot of white Germans in Germany, <laughs> just in general. You're going to run into a lot of them. Yeah. And yeah. Um, it's a little bit of a problem. I'm also annoying Kartoffel, I have to <laughs> say so, just so you know. Um, yeah, yeah like, like I think uh, maybe, uh, so I think uh, after the action in November from Endegelen, there was a letter about climate camps and um, climate camps and the Endegelen, the action by BPOC, by black indigenous and people of color who wrote some things about this and maybe we can say some stuff they wrote in a letter because I'm not sure if we can publish it. I think it's not allowed to be published. <laughs> I think it's... <laughs> like, suffi- suffi- just mention some stuff in there. But, but it's suffice to say that people that... People are utilizing the, like, horizontal aspects of Endegelenda to try to, um, yeah, make it more open and for a broader section of people. Yeah, I think the, we can also talk about the environment. More, more inclusive. I mean, yeah, but I think the environmentalist movement right now in Germany has a lot of problems. Like, <laughs> like also they are really like at the climate camps and stuff. They really like yeah, this this like whole like weird like hippie thing with like building dream catchers and doing yoga, and well, <laughs> and <laughs> which Glenn, is very like and uh, Glenn cultural. Even like banned yeah. like they've like had like uh, struggle sessions about like guys always going around like naked and no, stuff no, right? yeah, I don't <laughs> like, with their top off I, because yeah. like that's like all right what what are you doing here like I, come on, this is I, I don't know if Endeglinda, but uh, yeah but no, no was that Endeglinda? i mean uh, in, but uh, there too at some climate camps which are yeah, also climate very climate general, justice yeah. movement they have these rules yeah. rob are you saying <laughs> that you got in trouble at <laughs> for running around naked i got canceled oh shit <laughs> also depends how oh. um yeah 
so that's that's uh, very bad i think a lot of people know know this kind of stuff and uh yeah there's also just not much enough like education about this like uh, not enough education about anti-racism and these movements and stuff all right and this end galanda sounds kind of interesting but <laughs> i think i have a better protest what if we all got together and got a little black shoe polish <laughs> rubbed it on our faces and said, this is what coal does to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Endicaland is not perfect. There are a lot of uh, white people with dreads, mm. but... And environmentalist, <laughs> activist, like, really suck. There's not a lot They're of political <laughs> discussion, not as much as I would like, but there's uh, an organization that gets something done every year that has, that is certainly, like, an open vehicle for more people and more radical people and to do more, and it's absolutely there, so I encourage... Any listeners interested to come, participate however you can. All aspects of the of the action, whether it's cooking, uh, helping out in the camp in some way, actually actually participating uh, or, or going into the into the coal mine, everything is is valuable and really necessary. Uh, I will be there. Liv will be there. So maybe Nick now too. <laughs> I won't be there now. <laughs> <laughs> Can't take the honest, yeah, sorry. annoying people. The the I, the, I understand just, the the sea of dreadlocks, <laughs> white people dreadlocks. I don't think I could. It smells you. really good. <laughs> oh, other people don't shower to save water. <laughs> I'm good. Like uh, I'll uh, I'll sit here and pretend to die in the. Middle of Alexander Platz. With I want you to do. <laughs> I want you to do a constant die-in for, for all four days. I'm gone. <laughs> I want to see it on the on the. I'll like show report Instagram. to you. I'll just like Instagram live stream it for you. <laughs> like Rob, I'm still here. I'm dead. <laughs> Hope you're doing well. Kisses. And and yeah, maybe also because we. Uh, I really mean to extinction rebellion like i think it's very new <laughs> and now it's already re and now it's already really very fixed but it is a new organization so maybe it can change to the better <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, they should not yeah. be as media obsessed not have as much money and not be as top down though <laughs> yeah but keep all the die-ins in so i can make fun <laughs> of you <them. laughs> yeah. they should do the chain i don't know if they've done that yet but yeah, uh, they, yeah. they should reserve they should tap into that what are they gonna that connect? baltic they should go from like the tip like all across the uk from the tip of scotland <laughs> down to england baby i mean okay. that just sounds like a really lame like anti-brexit yeah exactly uh, sure, they they'd be all about connected. that oh. all right What information do the listeners need? Uh, we'll link to Endigalenda in the show notes. Yeah, we yeah um, we will put some links there. So, uh, actually, if you if you speak German, Endigalenda just started a podcast. If you love uh, listening to podcasts, but it's in German, uh, we we can put it too. Uh, and should we talk about the action weekend? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. So it will. So from the nineteenth to the twenty fourth June, there will be a action weekend from Endigalenda, and they will. Uh, hopefully, uh, occupy the uh, destroy LVE, occupy the, the bugger, and the, uh, we're gonna do it this time, guys. We're gonna end capitalism. <laughs> I got a good feeling about this year. <laughs> but yeah, but what's also interesting about it, because we uh, also spoke about Fridays for Future that they will be around there too. Like people from all around Europe from Fridays for Future will go to Aachen that around that time too, and they will also go close to the uh, pit to the uh, mine and. Um, a legal protest there but 
maybe some so you in the kids. pit so maybe some of the kids will join like they they trained a lot on <laughs> fortnite and stuff they know how to <laughs> how to run and <laughs> where we're dropping in boys um yeah so the flip side to the worst police repression there meanwhile nazis are marching in dortmund and they're just like sending more and more vans full of hot dog neck cops to to uh the coal mine um the flip side of that kind of sad news is that the fridays for future um th there were always legal demonstrations i mean there were always not i don't know, i guess we'll call them legal legal demonstrations in parallel to the and as part of endicolenda as part of it so it is very cool that fridays for future is being a part of it this year um we will see what comes out of that but that is definitely uh a good sign yeah like I just, uh, yeah, I think it's very good when they support each other and uh, let's hope these uh, children get, will all grow and be anti-capitalist. <laughs> <laughs> you, if you, listeners, please come and radicalize the children. <laughs> that's all, that's it, folks. <laughs> so yeah, radicalize your, uh, your, your kids and that's it. That's all we got. See um, you in the pit, maybe. Yeah, we'll see you in the pit. <laughs> um, yeah, have a great rest of your week, and we will see you next week for um very exciting topic. Very exciting topic. Kieran, we're gonna try to resurrect him. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're gonna see if Yulia maybe will also swing back after she's you know done three sixty no scoping, you know fascists on the you know, banks of the English Channel or wherever the fuck she is stationed right now. And, uh, yeah. So, see ya. Bye. Bye.